Welcome to The Health Coach Show, a podcast about changing behaviours and creating healthier habits. I'm Siobhan Conn. And I'm Sharon Curtin, and we're both dietitians and accredited health coaches. Today, we're going to discuss how to blend our expertise with coaching. The question we often get asked is, you know, am I a health coach? And then do I switch hats to become my other profession or expertise? Like, am I a dietitian for one consult and then a health coach for another? Or am I a GP for this consult, but a health coach for another? And what we always say is that it's not about switching hats. It's more about integrating the approach and well, unless Sharon, we're in sort of maybe an emergency situation, we're probably not going to coach someone around a broken arm, right? <laughs> yes. Acute, an acute approach is very different than a behavior change approach, which is around, a, you know, a chronic health condition or something that's lifestyle based. Yeah, exactly. So, However, the majority of people we work with and that come and learn coaching are working with people that are trying to change a lifestyle-related condition, improve their health, um, reach that optimal version of themselves. So we are integrating coaching with the majority of our consultations. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when we're training these, you know, we, we often we're training dietitians or we're training nutritionists or naturopaths or nurses or GPs, and they're always saying, you know, how do I, how do I go from my expertise into coaching? And what we know is that um, if you try to do that, it's not going to work. It ends up really jilted. And in fact, we're always coaching. Coaching is the foundation of our new approach as a, a health professional that's specialising in behaviour change. Yeah, absolutely. So we're always client-centred. We always have that approach where we are asking for permission. We're on the same page as our clients in terms of not us being the expert and them being sort of down there as the sort of passive patient. Um, so we have this coaching approach where it's a collaborative approach the entire time. Our expertise, though, come into play when a client needs our expertise because there is an information or a skills gap. So, yeah, so Sharon, and, and this is the interesting thing, though, isn't it? It, it, is, it is not about assumptions with <laughs> what our client might need. And maybe they've booked in with us because we're an exercise physiologist or because we are, you know, a dietitian or whatnot. And or they've got a particular condition and they might have been referred in to us because, you know, we, we've got a specialty in diabetes, for example. Um, so therefore we think, oh, right, okay, this is um, where I put my expert hat on and, um, and I tell them, you know, all about the condition and then how food plays a role. And <laughs> but it's not really, not really the right approach, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think you know, we've trained for all these years. So let's use the example of a dietitian because we are both dietitians. You've trained for all of these years. You know, I worked for a long time in diabetes and someone comes in and you think they are here to see me because I am an expert in this area. And so we immediately assume what they need. Um, we already know what we're going to deliver in that consultation. We might even have our own little tick list of what we need to get through um, and we will start. So we usually most health professionals are really collaborative. They've got beautiful communication skills. But what we fail to realize is that um, they're not necessarily there 
for our full expertise that we think they're there for. And they might, as you said, they might only need a small amount to fill that skills gap or that information gap. So when they're coming in, we're really needing to be using our health coaching skills to filter. It's like a funnel. You know, they come in and we we use those great open questions and our reflections and our summaries to, to work out what's going on till we get down to this point where we've identified what's missing. And we always say health coaching provides them with what they need when they need it. So rather than starting at the beginning and pressing play and talking all about what diabetes is and how you need to change your diet and the importance of glycemic index and 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 then starting to look at their diet and make some changes that's that's us assuming they have no knowledge that's us assuming they've never done any research about diabetes they've never spoken to anyone about it um and that that's often often incorrect yeah, absolutely. As as you said, it's around, I think what happens with us with expertise sometimes when we have this, when we've learned coaching and we have the other expertise, we suddenly can maybe hear something that the client says to us to in a consult and we go, oh, oh, yes, this is my expertise. This is where I jump in and educate about that area. Or this is where I suggest um, different meal ideas or, you know, or whatnot, as opposed to our role, really, if we've got that coaching approach is to say, okay, um, what is it you you know, have been referred to me for, or what What did you come to see me about today? What would you actually really love to achieve working with me over, you know, this consult over a period of time? What would you like to achieve for yourself? Like what's the optimum healthy vision of you? Um, what plays a role in getting you to that place? Um, and then we, we we essentially help people to unpack, as you say, the pieces of the puzzle before we just jump in with something that we hear that sounds like it's for our expertise, you know, it's our expertise or with, before we unpack it all and actually work out what's the priority areas. And it may be a few that lie under our expertise. Um, and we, but we don't, we, we're not doing the client any favors if we jump in straight away without helping them to lay it all out and then go, all right, well, there's a few areas there that it sounds that it's important for you to work on that will help you get towards where you want to, you know, your optimum version of yourself, what you want to achieve. We've got say 20 minutes left in the consult or 30 minutes left in the consult. What feels like the most valuable area for you to, to, to work on right now? And where can I help you? Um, or what would you like to prioritise over this next consult and the next few consults? So we're always checking in, uh, or if, you know, what's your understanding of your condition that you've just been diagnosed, you know, with, or, you know, when we're asking these checking in questions, we start to work out what the client actually needs, what the gaps are, and then we can actually then provide the right uh, information, expertise, the gaps to meet the client's needs without wasting their time when we press play or we jump in uh, too quickly, which can confuse them and waste time. And suddenly we've got five minutes left at console and they still haven't got their questions answered or what they actually really want. Yeah, and, and we really can waste a lot of time being efficient in our own minds. So we can think, right, um, this person is here. I've got all these things that I need to cover. I've got to, um, you know, I've got to do an assessment. I've got to do this. I've got to educate them. Um, and I've got to make sure that they leave with an action plan. And so that's that real traditional approach where we're driving the agenda. Uh, you're here for diabetes. Um, you're going to have to change these things. This is what you need to know. And this is what you need to do when you leave. And with coaching, 
we're not taking that lens anymore. We're saying, okay, this person that's come in has got um, knowledge, they've got skills. I need to work out why they think they're here and exactly what you said, what they want to achieve in this consult. Um, and then out of those things that they've been told sometimes that they have to they have to change by another health professional, helping them to sort through them and choose the one that they want to work on. So, you know, we're dietitians, but sometimes we talk to people about how they're going to move more because they say, well, out of those three things, like, you know, I think I'm doing okay with my diet. I probably could move more. Um, and, you know, I can't, there's not much I can do with, with stress, but let's let's start with movement and then maybe the other things will fall into place. Yeah, and that's what that's the coaching approach, isn't it? We're not providing advice unless we it is that um, you know falls within our expertise and that they've asked for it, um, or you know we we can see a gap and say, look, you know, obviously there's you've you've said that you've just been diagnosed with this condition. I'm wondering, would you like me to go through you know a bit of it? Do you provide a little bit more of understanding of of how nutrition plays a role in this condition? And they can say yes or no, you know. They can say, oh, well, actually, my sister's got it, my dad has it, and I've done a lot of research. So I know I've just been newly diagnosed, but I have a pretty good, good understanding. And that's where we get rid of assumptions, you know. <laughs> um, or they can say, you know, that'd be great. Or And, and we can say, well, do you want us to start from the, the top or are there things you already understand? And, you know, again, we, we are time-saving with these types of questions as opposed to just assuming um, because we hear something like a new diagnosis or that they've been referred to us. And so as the, as we said, as the dietitian or as the exercise physiologist, we have to provide the nutrition advice and the, and the exercise advice um, as opposed to really providing value <laughs> in the consultation and providing something that the client wants and that will really help them to get what they actually want long-term um, which is, I think it's a key point, isn't it? That providing value, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Or we, we have our perceptions of what's value. You know, I've trained for all these years in nutrition. So if I don't give you a full nutritional assessment and a full nutritional um, recommendations and give you an action plan, then I haven't provided value to you. Whereas in the scenario we're talking about, someone's come in, they've got a whole family who's had diabetes. They already know. They know what to eat. Um, they know they know the parameters of of what they're supposed to be, you know, the principles of the of the diet they're supposed to be following, and so gathering that using that sort of funneling and understanding where they're at, and then saying, "Great, so you're understanding the diet. So, what can I help you with? Is there anything you want explaining? Is there anything that's unclear? Like, what what do you need from me in this in our time together?" And then they can say, "Great, I really want to know about inflammation and diabetes and." I've heard all these things about these foods. So we, in that situation, we might provide a really small amount of information, but helping them to funnel and helping them to come up with a plan, helping them to choose where they want to work first, um, helping them to work out what's realistic for them, understanding their stage of change so we're not pushing them to change when they're not quite ready. All of those things, that is what's valuable because if someone leaves and they've got one action point, and it's something they're going to do and they're excited about and inspired to do, that is so much more valuable than that the list that I used to send them away with of 30 things to do, of which they probably did none. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's totally overwhelming. And, and it's, as you said, you're not checking in with the stage of change they're at and what they need and what they actually want. You're just assuming and going, here you go, I'll throw everything at you. And hopefully, as you say, like spaghetti at the wall, something will stick. Um, you know, I, I think what is really interesting about this as well is I often get clients that might be referring to me or, or they self-refer in. And I think it's really important from the beginning to explain um, both, you know, the coaching side and my expertise and how they can utilise me as a health professional that's dual qualified. Um, so sometimes clients will um, be quite surprised at what a coach can do. So I will say, you know, obviously I'm a dietitian. I have expertise um, around nutrition and food and helping you understand how that can play a role in, um, you know, achieving um it might be, you know, if they've got a particular condition, like improving your particular condition, reducing your risk factors or achieving optimal nutrition for your healthy body and mind. Um, and I'm also a health coach as well. So I can support you with um, mapping out that optimal uh, healthy uh, vision of yourself, um, what it can take to get there and how you can tap into intrinsic motivation to help you sustain that long-term change and overcome any barriers that might throw you off or that have stopped you creating change in the past or currently are. Um, and so when you sort of explain your role and they say, oh, right, okay, and I'll say, so the coaching side means I can coach you around any area of lifestyle that you'd like to create some change in. So that's not limited to nutrition, even though we can apply it to that. That could be sleep, you know, stress, exercise, um, you know, alcohol reduction, smoking, et cetera. Um, and, and they say, oh, oh, that's fantastic. And they suddenly get this idea that, um, all right, well, we, I can use your expertise, but I could also, uh, you know, utilise you as a coach in so much more. I think that's, it's so valuable, I think, when we, we also ex help the client get that understanding of what we offer. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, we have we have expertise in our our field, you know, nutrition or exercise physiology, et cetera. And we have expertise in behavior change. So we say we're behavior change experts. So utilizing those two skills, we're supporting the client to sift through their priorities, to sift through their knowledge, and to come up with a plan in conjunction with the client, sort of led by them, co-created. And um, and we're using our expertise to put the scaffolding around them to make sure they're going to be successful. Yeah, exactly. So the client then um, understands that they that they're getting so much more from you, but then they can they've got this behavior change expert and these expertise that can be used in a whole variety of ways, but can help to map out this ideal. Um, version of themselves, but that they can tap into your expertise when needed. And, and you can explain this as part of your introduction as well in terms of um, I'm sure there's lots of areas that you already understand about your condition or that you might not understand and that you, you know, feel free to ask me, um, you know, what you need and I'll check in within the consult. So you can do this from the get-go in your introduction, but as you go asking those questions, um, checking in the whole time means that you are tailoring the consult as you go um, and you're ensuring the client gets what they need as they go. And of course, you're doing it at the end as well and saying, um, how did you feel the client, the consult went? Do you feel like your needs were met? Um, are there other areas within, if, if nutrition is your expertise, within nutrition that you feel like you would like covered? Um, 
potentially, you know, next consultation or whatnot. And then by having that approach, Sharon, we we are using our expertise to the best, you know, of our ability and we are ensuring the client gets the best of our skill set. Yeah, absolutely. And it starts, you know, it starts right from the minute they walk in the door, you know, using those open questions. Um, what are they here for? What are they wanting to achieve? You know, I've got um, results to discuss with you. What do you already know about them? Um, what do you already know about what they mean? Would you like me to discuss um, what they mean and what they relate to? And then we're talking about education. You know, what do you need? Um, what do you already know? Finally, going to the action plan. What could you get started with? Where um, where are you going to fit this in? Let's look at your diary. What reminders do you need? So we use those health coaching skills the whole time and then we're dotting that expertise through as needed. And as you said, constantly checking in with where they're at. So they come up with a plan that feels achievable, that they feel they've got ownership over, which is such a huge thing in health. They've got buy-in. They're even excited about it. So when we integrate that health coaching approach right from the beginning and then we just use our expertise with permission as needed, we create a much um, a much more empowered client and we come up with an action plan that is probably going to happen, unlike a lot of the action plans that we might be sending our clients home with at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And that client is much more likely to say, you know what, they were a fantastic health professional who listened to me. They met my needs. They didn't bombard me with too much information. They actually really bridged the gaps and the informations and the skills that I needed. Um, and I feel, you know, a lot clearer with where I'm headed with the, the ultimate destination and the journey that's going to, to get me there to this optimal, healthier version of myself. Yeah. Um, and so what something that that is an unexpected outcome of pairing health coaching with your current expertise is people want to come back. They're asking to book back in. When can I come back? They enjoy the sessions. They feel empowered in the sessions. They feel it's about them. Um, and so we offer um, health coach training and well, we, we, we offer training in behavior change for anyone, but we tend to attract a lot of health professionals, I think probably because Siobhan and I are both dietitians. And if you would like to learn more about the behaviour change skills, we encourage you to drop over to our website. All our courses are there. There's a free webinar about behaviour change. We've got a YouTube channel. Everything will be listed below and um, our socials as well where we share tips and strategies and, and we talk about behaviour change. So we'd love you to drop us a line um, and we'd love to see you in one of our courses. Yep, absolutely. And if there's any topics you would love to hear us discuss on the podcast, yep, drop us an email or drop us a message on Instagram. And of course, if you're loving our podcast, if you could rate us, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much for listening today.